welcome to the Bestie Chats. I'm Angela Beth. And I'm Laura Grace. We've been friends since college and we've come back together to normalize the conversation around sex and relationships. And eliminate shame. I was like, do I have any notebooks right here? Wait, I love this book. What is Nobody's it? ever opened it. Ready Player One. I have listened to it on Audible like 15,000 times. I haven't read the book, but the movie is pretty sick. The book is even better. I agree yeah. that the movie is pretty sick. Not in the like bullshit, oh, the movie is better because they just dive <laughs> way more into things. Or the book is better because it just gives way more into things. Like they have different storylines. Uh-huh. And I do think that they did a really good job with the movie. Totally kept to the spirit of it. Yeah. The storylines are completely different. Like, but the spirit is the same. So like yeah. lots of 80s, oops, lots of 80s references, lots of um video game fun, video game rules, video game world building. Yeah. And the girl, and this is something that I always get fussy about, but like the girl in Ready Player One. Like her, she is described very specifically as Rubenesque, mm-hmm. and so I don't like it when they skinny wash or whatever. Yeah, when they just I hate it when they remove fat people from media or not even fat or normal size people. Just the other book series he recommended to me that I loved was Futuristic Violence and Fancy Suits, and then mm-hmm. its follow up, which is Zoe kick Zoe kicks the future in the dick. <laughs> And they are both so good. Wayne and I are listening to them right now on our road trips. Nice. I haven't even heard of that one. I know, right? The Zoe Ash universe is what they're calling it. It's written by the guy that wrote John Dies at the End. I like weird sci-fi is so my jam. I mean, I think I've mentioned this before, but my parents are both aliens from outer space. (laughs) (laughs) That were put into Earth families. (laughs) uh my dad just went on a trip he he was driving cross country and when he came home he drove through roswell new mexico and he was pissed about it it's just gotten so touristy i'm like since when dad since you crash landed there right (laughs) what the hell are you talking about why do you have so many opinions about it (laughs) right like parents when we were kids took us on one road trip our whole life and that's where they took us From Fresno to Roswell, New Mexico. (laughs) That's great. And they're like, that's not what we did. It's just where the trip ended. No, we went and saw the Grand Canyon and we went to this park and that park. Like, that's just just where we turned around. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, that was point B. They took us to to Roswell. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, that's why I say that my parents are aliens. Um, from another planet. I don't know which one because they won't tell me. I've asked <laughs> them and they're just like, mm, they don't say that they're not. <laughs> oh my God, these people. <laughs> How many times can one person go to Roswell, New Mexico? Like, who am I to talk shit? I literally have the solar system tattooed onto my back. What time is it? Just time. time. It was like in harmony. <laughs> hey angela read me your co-star mine says tell them you're thinking of them who who i i don't i don't know who <laughs> i don't know what i'm thinking about that i should tell who i have no idea again with the half sentences 
Yeah. Co-star's trolling you. It's trying to make you think things. So now you're like, who? Who am I supposed to? Who? Who? And then you're going to be like, well, what if it's this person? And now we're fully in our villain era. <laughs> I did already have a dream the other day. And I told that person's, well, I told that person's wife because that person doesn't have social media. So I told that person's wife on social media. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you guys were in my dream. She was like, oh, that's so cute. I'm going to tell him. So I already told them. <laughs> Today through May 10th, let's see if this is better. Are you looking for intriguing interactions? Who isn't? The hardest thing about being a Leo is being so well-liked that people have expectations of you. Oh my god, that is the hardest part about being a Leo. Being so popular. Everybody loves us. Oh, Literally so everyone. <laughs> Literally everybody does. So guys, can you please just like lower your expectations just for like our sake? If yeah. you love me, you'll lower your expectations of me. No, that's so manipulative. <laughs> Let me read to you my co-star. <gasps> okay. Okay. <laughs> First, meet the moment. Then see who's around. Personally, I like it because that sounds very me. Like show up to where you want to be and then hang out with whoever's there. Um, yeah. And like you can roll with me, but like I know where I'm going. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Today through Tuesday, give the gift of care. Today you're settled into your own pace. No matter how fast or slow you're moving, everything feels right on track. You're ready to take it in. Today we are talking about breakups. Crash, bing, boom. <laughs> Crash, bang, boom. <laughs> Personally, I have been part of a number of breakups. Let's hear about some breakups, LG. Okay, so my first boyfriend, like my freshman year boyfriend that I had for nine days. <laughs> <laughs> that seems fitting. <laughs> right? I think he might have asked me out on AIM. <laughs> we did go to school together. We may have even held hands. <laughs> But uh, yeah, after nine days, I was like, I'm actually not into this person. And I broke up with him on AIM. The boy that I consider my high school sweetheart and I broke up because of purity culture. Um, that was my first really big experience with having a purity culture heartbreak. You know, I he and I had sex and then he told his parents who told his church leaders who insisted he break up with me. And it was so dramatic. I left school, called myself out. The LG special was to call the front desk and said, I say I have an orthodontist appointment and then bail. But that time they called my mom and she said, throw the book at her. So they gave me Saturday school for trying to ditch one class. I knew I was in trouble. So I showed back up at school. Um, I showed back up at school in the hopes of not getting in trouble and not getting Saturday school. And I still got Saturday school. So I got in all of the trouble despite. But I swear to you, this boy called me so many names. He said I was a Jezebel. I was a serpent that I had seduced him. And I just want to throw out there that I was 17. <laughs> There's just nothing sexy about a 17-year-old. <laughs> Being a whole-ass woman now, I don't understand how his father could say to him, she's a seductress. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was a child. 
but like and and also like lack of ownership and responsibility on male parts that so is so heavy much. i i you know there was probably a moment where he said the words i know i'm at least a part in part to blame for this da 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 but you you know how am i supposed to help myself and it's like i don't know same way like every other boy in my life does i guess it's only you that i have slept with um and it was yeah the whole onus was put on me as a 17 year old and that really tinged how i looked at men and how i looked at relationships and how i looked at myself in the context of relationships from that moment forward you know it took a lot and it took years for me to realize that things that happened in relationships were up to both sides and for a long time I thought that it anything that happened in a relationship was on me that guy generally thought he's had some kind of control over me because when I was with a boyfriend a few years later he sent me a letter about how I was not living right and how I knew better and da 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 and I think it's part of the insular thinking that goes with uh, such an insular religion, right? Certain people, if they make you feel a certain way, it's a bad thing. That's how I that's how I kicked off my life and relationships. <laughs> but I did learn a few great things about breaking up in that moment. And that is that you just have to over the top be dramatic about it for like a week cry wail don't sleep <laughs> do it all make out with that boy from another school that you stopped making out with because you got this boyfriend you know <laughs> the usual <laughs> and that's something that I learned that first breakup was let's rebound let's do something silly let's go off and while I did wind up getting back together with that guy let me tell you your your girl loves a rebound and she can't help herself now. <laughs> the second boyfriend, our first big breakup was after he had slapped me across the face after his birthday party. And I was young and naive and so dumb. And I got back together with him after. Uh, and we wound up dating for much too long, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together, breaking up until we had, you know, the breakup. So during the breakup, I spent a while staying at somebody else's house because he kept showing up at my apartment. My apartment was so easy to break into. I wound up hanging out with an entirely new group of friends. I wound up just hiding out being scared and trying to put the pieces of my life back together while this person slut shamed me simultaneously told me that he was in love with me that he wanted to get back together with me that he had gotten us an apartment together that I didn't ask for one of the first things he said to me was you really think you look good have you seen how your clothes look on you I'm just saying it's like a sausage uh excuse you first of eye all, roll heavy eye roll i know <laughs> and podcast listeners. <laughs> that was the time in my life where i cared about my weight a lot and now i don't in part because i'm a real strong bitch and in part because whatever i'm allowed to take up space so even if i do look like a sausage which i don't i look like a person <laughs> right but if i did look like a sausage that would be fine and this is how this man acted when he was trying to win me back. 
who acts like that? And he gaslit me constantly. Uh, it was a lot of, well, you said that we could da 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 da. And it's like, no, I didn't say that. Or you're twisting what I said. Or you're taking something that I said before I broke up with you and trying to apply it to our post breakup existence. Yeah. At which point you are not in my life. Like, go and fuck off, please. <laughs> and <laughs> he told everyone I was cheating on him. And I found out that for a long time that he and I had, quote unquote, been together, uh, he had a whole other girlfriend. After a while, after I'd found this out and I'd had so many rebound guys. And let me say this. This guy was the type of guy who had lists of things I couldn't do if I wanted to be in a relationship with him. I couldn't rush a sorority. I couldn't smoke weed. I couldn't have a tattoo. I couldn't be running around with my lashes on lists. I couldn't have male friends. I couldn't this, that, the other. Okay. So I break up with him. I'm actually done this time. <laughs> this isn't one of our fights that ends in a breakup that happened all the time. So I actually break up with him. I go get a tattoo. I sleep with like three guys in the first month. <laughs> I find out about this other girlfriend that he'd had for two fucking years so he's still harassing me why can't you be reasonable let's just see each other let's just talk so as he's doing this i'm getting like text messages from people who don't know that we've broken up like yo i just saw your boyfriend walk into an apartment with this girl um and they weren't with anybody else you know and it, stuff like that people are i'm not even asking for this information and people are providing it to me so okay like, yeah, bro, you're so heartbroken for me. Fuck off. So finally, I send him back an email that's like, hey, you know, I am about over it. Thank you for asking. Maybe we should grab coffee. I was pretty busted up when I heard about this girl's name. You'd been dating her for two years while we were together. But uh, and which tattoo did you get? <laughs> it says Fide et Opera. And it means by faith and works. And it is the motto from my family crest. And I'd always wanted it. And oh. I heard that your rib cage hurt the most. So <laughs> I got my rib cage done first because I was like, you think you know pain? I was with this man for four years. <laughs> Do my So now both my rib cages are done and my spine and my underboob and my forearm. And what hurt the most? Um, Jupiter. Mm. Jupiter was a fucking bitch. Jupiter's probably a fucking bitch in real life too, right? Fuck you, Jupiter. <laughs> Let's see. And but it's that it had to be shaded, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't gonna be stupid and get an unshaded Jupiter. I mean, the planet's blue, duh. Like if you're not gonna get a planet shaded, like it's gotta be like Venus, right? Like, <laughs> duh. <laughs> but I, uh, I can't see that one. <laughs> 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 it's my only oh, regret oh. with that tattoo those are my two real breakups mm -hmm. you know uh i have also <laughs> i was in a situation between evil ex-boyfriend and my husband where i was hooking up with this fuck boy who was a lot of fun but i kind of you know fell for the fuck boy story as old as time uh, right <laughs> <laughs> And I remember being on Metro in D.C. and he texted me something to the effect of, hey, can you make sure that like nobody knows about us? 
because I really want to hook up with this friend of yours. And like, I really would like to date her. <laughs> what? But I like you. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> why can't we date? And he's like, uh, if you liked me, then why are we sleeping together? And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> I don't understand the question. <laughs> that sort of was the breakup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that was the breakup of the emotional side of it for me since it was a fuck boy slash ho ship (laughs) i mean i slept with him for a little bit longer but like i didn't expect anything to come of it whereas before i was like oh my god we're so compatible we have so much in common but i will say like the moment he was he said well if you were into me like that like we shouldn't have had sex first That just, like, turned me off so hard that I have. And Mm -hmm. even though they were fun to sleep with, I just, yeah, was not interested in that way anymore. That mindset sucks. Um, (laughs) And then, you know, in my time now, I've broken up with different lovers in different ways where it's been like, hey, this thing that we have, I would just like to put period at the end right now. And that's kind of how I approach it now, or I'll tell them more of a reasoning, you know, that's between us or like between me and, um, but I do also think that it's fair after you've hooked up with someone a couple times, especially to be upfront about that mm-hmm. thing. So even if it's not like a breakup in the sense of like, I'm ending this loving relationship, yeah. it is a breakup in the sense of like, um, we're ending the relationship that we do have, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And I want to be upfront about that. So you're not sitting around wondering, yeah, like what happened? What happened? No, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm bouncing. I'm flaky if I haven't committed to you. And if I have committed to you, like, I mean, I've been married for nine years, you know, <laughs> but if I haven't committed to you, if we haven't had that conversation, like, yeah, I reserve the right to flake, I guess, but I'll let you know. So I'm not a full flake. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like a cornflake with spray butter. <laughs> Tell me about your breakups. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. So I would say that I have had maybe like two breakups, I suppose. My main breakup in high school, right? With oh yeah. A high school boyfriend for like I don't even know how many weeks we dated for. Probably like two weeks, maybe at the most. I don't Wait, even know. Really? Yeah, maybe it was a month. I don't know. We only saw each other like twice during that time. So maybe, yeah, it was a month, maybe, because we like got together right at the forensics tournament. We saw each other at a church dance. And then like the week or two afterwards, I broke up with them. I broke up with them because I was tired of them like calling and harassing me because I. Look, I was a busy person in high school. Like, I wasn't super popular, but I was into everything, right? Like, I was in all these AP classes, in all these gate classes. If you're not in California, that's gifted and talented education classes. (laughs) So I was in, like, all of these high-level classes. And on top of that, I've got cheer. If it's basketball or football season, I've got cheer practice like every single day after school and it's like hours long it's not just like an hour for cheer practice it's like two hours three hours it's a long time you you, the first hour you gotta go like go run the mile and warm up and do all this stuff and then the second one right you're doing like 
practicing your dances and your cheers and stuff and then you're doing stunts like there's a whole bunch involved right it's a sport it's a sport totally and he'd call me like throughout cheer practice like several times and leave voicemails like why aren't you calling me back why are you doing I'm in cheer what I'm I've been varsity since freshman year, dude. I'm busy. Like, I've got people to throw, okay? I've got people to throw. (laughs) It's not like I'm, like, out talking to boys, (laughs) to other boys. I was doing cheer. I was doing theater. If I wasn't at cheer, then I was probably in a play, like, or even during while I was in cheer, I was in the plays. But we just had practice at different times, different days. Um, if it was a Friday night, I was at a football game all night. Those freaking take forever, you know? And then cheerleaders, you're going to be the last ones leaving because you have to pack up all your giant boxes in the truck that somebody's going to drive home, you know? And then wait for your dad to pick you up if he's not there already, you know? So I was busy, okay? I had things to do. So yeah, I broke up with him. Daddy was too clingy and needy and harassing mm-hmm. with my time. And I was having none of it. And I think I broke up with him via text. <laughs> hey! Fuck boys, I've all broken up with over text. Yeah. Boyfriends, I've broken up with in person, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't even go to my school, so... Yeah, yeah. Mine Not about did. to, like, drive to his house or something to break up with him. <laughs> Can you imagine looking him up like in the in the stake directory like and then how about your college boyfriend I feel like I remember who your college boyfriend was so that was really more like my best friend that was like friends with benefits because we were just did you not date oh oh my gosh good call I forgot about that that we actually officially dated oh my god I gotta tell that story that's great I feel like you guys officially um, dated for a long time. Or was it just like a summer? And then it was in my world, <laughs> that was a long time. It was just a summer. And <laughs> it was just a summer. Okay. In my head, you guys dated for a year and a half. I couldn't believe that you didn't get engaged. I was like, oh my God, this is like so heavy. I went on one date with him. <laughs> so he dumped you because he found out that you made out with his brother. Yeah. Who told him? How did you find out that he dumped you because you made out with his brother? I think his brother told me later on. <laughs> yeah. So that was college boyfriend. So that was like an official breakup. He broke up with me. He was unhappy with the situation. So <laughs> what did yeah. he tell you the reason was? I I don't remember. I think he just said something like he didn't see it like going something which was like weird because <laughs> we'd been like together for like probably the longest amount of time he'd been with anyone. <laughs> yeah. Like had he ever had a girlfriend before? I don't know. Simon and I have broken up before mm-hmm. and then like gotten back together. Are you, is there a Obviously, story there you're comfortable <laughs> telling? I, I don't even really know. More of like, like more of like a discussion type, like where we're like, what's, going on kind of figuring things out and trying to decide like where we want to be I think Mm -hmm. um and then we usually just end up back together (laughs) obviously so it's not even like really a breakup then it's more of a uh check in on the relationship that feels tense (laughs) (laughs) right and I might cry for a night and (laughs) right but nobody's packing their stuff and moving out yeah (laughs) And that's 
was a time ago. We haven't we haven't had anything like that. We're good. We're good. Uh, Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, peeps. <laughs> Wayne and I have actually never broken up and gotten back together. And he's the only person that was has held the title of my boyfriend, has also been someone that I've never broken up with and gotten back together with. Wow. I know. Uh, he's so special he is special he's also very laid back and usually we just have discussions yeah which is good and healthy (laughs) it is good and healthy I think overall Wayne and I have a very good and healthy relationship which I do appreciate greatly (laughs) I hope we never break up um but at this point in time I could not imagine the reasoning why we would break up I'd have to find out that he'd been lying to me about something for a significant amount of time Honestly, that would be it. I never mind. I know exactly what would make me break up with him. <laughs> Breakup sex is something else I wanted to talk about. Ooh. Let's talk about breakup sex. So that high school boyfriend and I definitely had the breakup sex. <laughs> and <laughs> we did go full-fledged sex a couple of times after. But really, we started doing, we we kind of backed off. And that's when we got into more of the hand stuff and the mouth stuff. And it was really fun, actually. But it also just lit that fire in me for breakup sex. That was Evil Ex-Boyfriend and I. The only time the sex was great was the breakup sex. Uh, Part of me wonders if that's why we didn't break up and get back together all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just for the chaos of it. Like that tension that it brings to the sexual side. Yes. But more than anything, I think what I love is rebound. Rebounding. (laughs) I love to rebound. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I don't think I've ever had a breakup I didn't rebound from. I have always enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed novel sex, which is the idea of having sex with a new partner. People that love novel sex, one night stands are perfect because everyone then that you're having sex with is novel. It is something that I rebounded with a lot <laughs> uh, after Evil Ex-Boyfriend. After high school boyfriend, I made out with a lot of guys. I wound up making out with a lot of guys that had his name because that was just like a weird thing of mine. And all the boys in the lifestyle were named that at the time. (laughs) So it wasn't. You know who you are. You're allowed to enjoy your post-relationship self. You're allowed to go out and have some fun. You're allowed to touch somebody else's genitals. If you think it's going to take you off of your breakup for a few hours, if you think it's going to make you feel guilty for a hundred years, don't do it. But then listen to the other episodes and address why that might make you feel guilty. (laughs) And if it's still the case, like maybe that's just not for you, but rebounding can be so fun. (laughs) And I, I mean, that's how I met my husband. I was in the middle of my rebound phase. I was in the middle of my slut phase, as I was calling it. And somebody set me out with up with him just as somebody to hook up with. And it turned out really well. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a failure as a one night stand. <laughs> but I think a success is a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> you can't win them all. Can't win them all. How about you? How do you feel about rebounding? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that there's a lot of energy there and there's a lot of passion and there's a lot of tension and that there are a lot of healthy ways to release that, including finding another partner. And especially if you're going to be upfront and communicative about your intentions, then yeah, totally. Yeah, that is Per usual, what we're recommending is being open and communicative about your intentions. I'm more, I'm like a dire hair to get back at somebody kind of person. Yes, change your look. Yeah. So I guess I'm a little bit more villain-esque than slut in my... <laughs> Um, uh, my rebound style. You know, you've got (laughs) sex with your ex, you've got rebound sex, and then you've got like, let's just dye our hair. (laughs) (laughs) Let's rearrange the living room furniture. Also healthy. (laughs) This is something that I have brought up on Instagram in a couple of different questions, and we're going to talk about it. What did they say? Here's why the people broke up first. Why did you break up? After almost three years trying to break up a few times, the icing to fully end all communication was I found out he was actually a Nazi sympathizer and was obsessed with Hitler. That took a quick turn. He would fall asleep listening to his speeches in German. Wow. This is actually a friend of mine who we've talked about it. My God, that story is even crazier than that. That's that's the tip of the iceberg on the crazy things this man did. Oh, what a fucking creep. Um, oh my god, I'd forgotten about that one. Uh when Hitler gets involved, you know it's gonna go off the rails. <laughs> Why did you break up? He was convinced I was hooking up with his friend for almost a year. So I finally did. Oh. (laughs) You petty and I kind of like it. (laughs) This is why, though, you cannot sit there and accuse someone of doing something over and over and over. If they tell you once they didn't do it, either they didn't do it or they're a liar. Now it's in your court. Okay. So don't hound somebody. Otherwise... And I understand this mentality. I'm not saying that it's right, but I am saying that I understand deep in my soul the idea of you did this, you did this, you did this. Fine, I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah, the rebel nature. Yeah. I'm going to do And everybody, you need to rebel. And if your kids start rebelling against you, then you did a good job. (laughs) Why did you break up? Three words. Narcissistic personality disorder (laughs) (laughs) oh we've all been there or not even been there or we have a friend that's been there or we know somebody who should have been there and gone for the breakup and didn't like yo power to you for leaving unless you were the narcissist and now you recognized it and you're like that's why we broke up (laughs) that's why I should work on that Uh, Why did you break up? He is an alcoholic. I was tired of being chosen second after his addiction for 23 years. Oh, wow. He also made me feel unseen and ridiculous and made me do all of the emotional labor. I was exhausted and had enough, filed for a divorce. And, you know, something that I have heard 
is that there is nothing like a good divorce. There is <laughs> nothing like a divorce that is needed. I have heard this and I just want to put that out into the universe because we need to stop pretending like the end of everything is a divorce. Yeah. Good for you getting yourself out of yes. a situation you were not into. And I know this person well, and I am proud of them. You did a really good job. I'm so proud of you, babe. <laughs> Walked in on them getting anal in our bed with a rando. Oh, bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, you can't do that without permission in the relationship. I also asked folks, what's your most dramatic breakup story? What's your most dramatic breakup? He tried to win me back by saying he was saving to buy a ring, then called me a cunt in the same conversation. <laughs> when I... When I said it was over, his mom called to shame slash guilt me because what if he dies? This is on you. Save myself on this shit with the peace sign emoji. And yo, you did save yourself on that shit. Damn. What? Also, don't tell someone you're going to propose to them and call them a cunt in the same sentence. That's not how you win someone over. (laughs) Yeah, at least wait till the next paragraph. And don't call someone that you ever want to be with a cunt unless it's like the unless good into that cunt. <laughs> okay. What's your most dramatic breakup? He said he would end his life. After a year of that, I finally ended it. He then stalked me. Here's the thing. Game girl, this wasn't even mine. I didn't submit this. It's that this happens so much to so many of us women. We break up with a man. He's so brokenhearted and sad that he has to be abusive. What? Y'all are mixing up sad and mad. (laughs) Be fucking sad, okay? Go cry. Go have some ice cream, okay? This emotional instability flying off the handle, showing up at people's homes is crazy. Crazy. Even if you are just driving your car past somebody's home and not stopping, that's still crazy. (laughs) Don't do that. Now read that entry again and leave out the last sentence. That'd be so good. (laughs) I swear to God, I don't hate men. But (laughs) what's your most dramatic breakup? Broke up. He said he would end his life. After a year of that, I finally ended it. <laughs> and my face hurts. <laughs> What's your most dramatic breakup? More funny than dramatic, maybe. Back in my MySpace days, I found out my then boyfriend had cheated on me. Some random girl sucked his dick in his car. I, pre- <laughs> I printed out the messages. I found about this and mailed them to his house to receive when he got home from being a camp counselor. He was (laughs) shook. Camp counselor. Thank you so much to the folks who submitted anonymous answers. And thanks to you for listening. Please give us five stars, subscribe, and share us with your besties. I'm Laura Grace. And I'm Angela Beth. Join us on Instagram at the bestie chats to continue the convo. Nice chatting with you. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. Welcome to the Bestie Chats. I'm Angela Beth. And I'm Laura Grace. We've been friends since college and we've come back together to normalize the conversation around sex and relationships and eliminate shame.